0: But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, it's some more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. Cash the, the Ticket, a Mike Valenti podcast. And welcome in. Cash the ticket, very excited. Uh big weekend board. I, I don't know what it is, Mike. I'm just I'm loving the the college football boards every week. Yeah. But there is a problem. The problem is Sunday. Because I don't like the NFL boards, and my NFL Sundays have not been up to par. Like Oh, same. Believe me, I'm the same way. Last week, another blistering Saturday, three and one. I'm on a run, I think, over the last month of 12-3 and 3 on college plays. And it's like, okay, A, that's not going to keep up. So you, you're you psyching yourself out a little bit where you're like, wait, this can't continue. But, man, I'm destroying Saturdays. And then it's the NFL, like, last week, I'm scared of the board. I don't want to play any games. But I got to do it because we do the pod. I play two games. I lose both games. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like,
1: fuck. But it—, it, it do you, now, now let me ask you this. Do you feel that, obviously we all go on our runs, but do you feel generally that you can get a better sense for whatever reason for college games as a post NFL, or is it just is it just a crazy streak you're on? I don't know.
0: No, I'm glad you brought it up, because, Mike, I'll be truthful. That's kind of our, our discussion point for this week before we get to picks yeah. and before we get to the fan mail. Um, just the difference, I guess, betting Saturday and Sunday, preparing for Saturday and Sunday, the differences, the approach... The lines, I mean, college football, it's, it's I hate saying easier, because none of this is easy. This is really, really hard, and it's been a fun experiment for me to, to put the picks out there, to, to prep every week, and try to put a good product out there for the people, while not boring them to death with this. But, like, when I'm preparing for the games, I can find value in games on Saturdays, because there's so much more variance. Sure, the yep, NFL, yep. You, you just feel like you're looking at, at one big four-and-a-half-point spread and you're like the numbers
1: are a lot different yeah and and
0: also i've always been a big believer and i certainly would defer to professionals on this but i've just always been a big believer the, the lines are so much sharper in the nfl the books get more action on the nfl the teams are all closer to each other the lines are razor tight um the game is played differently with college you have these opportunities. Carolina notwithstanding, thanks for nothing, they got absolutely jackhammered against Frisco. But in college, you can talk yourself into that big dog or talk yourself into laying an insane amount of points because the game is played differently, stylistically, from a pace standpoint. But I think with Saturdays, I'm able to do a better job because situationally, I can find bigger advantages with 18- to 22-year-old rosters, versus paid professionals i mean that's fair that's you fair. know like like we can set spots up and every week i say this and look it's it's not bullshit you can go back and listen to it i have no reason to lie to you everything's on tape it's hey, guys, you know, this team coming off these two primetime games, now they're playing a Nooner versus Broke Dick University. And it's like, you can just automatically find these little pathways, and I feel like they're more effective. I don't call it—it's not a system. A system would mean you exclusively play it. That's not what I do. Um, Plus, I don't even think systems work. Um, Not unless you're going to have 10 years of data to back it up, and you faithfully play every single game the same amount, the same way, and it's the only thing you do, Maybe. But I just think college there's just bigger spots. There's bigger opportunities. And for whatever reason, I'm able to exploit that at a far superior clip. I mean, Mike, like we're going back over the course of four or five weeks where I'm crushing college and then the NFL, mm-hmm. it's just staying afloat. Like yep.
1: that's then stop at the NFL. <laughs> well, that's not fair to the people <laughs> no, I because I know it's... the
0: listeners want NFL picks probably more than college. Well,
1: here's the thing. Obviously. The point spreads in college, you'll never see a 33.5 point spread in the NFL. Now look, as I've said many times on this this podcast, I can't remember a year in the history of the NFL since I've watched it in my lifetime where we've seen more big point spreads in the NFL than we have this year, because we've seen a ton of 10.5, we've seen 17, we've seen 14, but... In college, you're going to get those bigger spreads. Now, I would never say, how oh, more people just focus on the NFL so college is an afterthought and they don't pay attention to these lines because there's still so much money in college football. No, it's not but you're getting the But you're getting the bigger points. Yeah, and look, I mean, I'll give
0: you an example. Like last week, you know, there was no greater A, pride, and B, shame in my life that I backed Rutgers with my own money, uh, mm-hmm. getting seven and a half. And it like, look, I made the case on the show and I gave you like a million reasons why. Rutgers this is this spread is not right yeah. and I think it's it's just there's it's way overvalued Rutgers ended up you know blowing out Liberty like I felt great that I could put the research in come up with this angle on a game that people weren't focused on it was funny cuz you know you're you're relaying some of the feedback and people are like I never imagined I'd be betting on a Rutgers game but here mm-hmm. I am but it won and it was easy and you feel like hey th- this really There was a big advantage to be had here. In the NFL, I don't know that you ever feel like you have a big advantage. I feel like you are, like, by the skin of your nuts, winning or losing every week. College football, there's just spots and advantages and results. I mean, even, too, like I gave out the TCU pick last week. I never felt like I was on the wrong side of that game. I never felt it. You know what I mean? Like, they, they from... Top to bottom, you were looking at it, and you could tell they had more more juice, more zip, more energy than Texas. You could tell that the, a Duggar, the quarterback, was growing up with every snap and making these deep throws, and Texas just wasn't down for it, and Ellinger was sloppy, and you go, okay, I know I'm on the right side of this. I saw the number, the number was bizarre, and you went with it, and you felt like you were on the right side, like the NFL. It's so rare. Like if hey, if you bet Frisco last week, excuse me, San Francisco. A lot of people are upset that I say Frisco. Why? Um, I, I don't know. People just seriously. Don't. Yeah. Why would someone be? Why, why would someone be upset with that? Well, I got a phone call from my friend who lives in San Francisco, and he told me you got to stop saying Frisco. Oh, well, really? Yeah, nobody says that. That's out like here. Some... I go. What do you mean? <laughs> like I, I, it's not personal. My point it's is like people that say Louisville. If you bet Louisville, Louisville. Louisville. Um, if you bet the Niners, you you knew you were on the right side right away. It was a blowout. Go to sleep. Good night. But like even Seattle last week, they got up huge 24 nothing. They end up blowing the cover, depending on the line you got. Mm-hmm. So, Mike, I don't know. I don't know if you have a different approach between Saturday and Sunday. I know I do, and I think the big thing with Sundays, and I'm almost psyching myself out, I think I'm trying to get too cute. I think I'm letting the numbers dictate too much to me. And obviously, you try to keep it in your head. You're betting numbers, you're not betting teams. And I, I get that, but I'm also not a pro. I feel like in the NFL, you're seeing these numbers, and I, like Carolina, I see it at five. And I go, wait a second. It's not three, where I probably go San Fran. And it's not seven and a half, where you're like, man, they're begging you to take Carolina. At it's five, and it's sharp, and you're like, okay, let me look at the trends, and you're seeing early money on it, and you're talking yourself into Carolina, even though the superior team is San Francisco, and you go out there, and what happens? I, mm-hmm. I got I got beat with a two-by-four. I mean, I absolutely got beat by a two-by-four and thrown in the dumpster, uh, like Mathis, in one of the last Bond movies that Daniel Craig was in. I mean, it's just <laughs> like, wh- how? How did I end up here? college I I don't know I, I'm, and I'll just tell people this look I give you plenty of picks each week I give you leans I give you opinions on games that aren't official but I'll, I'll, I'm i not afraid to give you an opinion sure. I, I hate these pods that spend all this damn time and they don't pick any goddamn games like just do it what the hell are you afraid of if anybody was that special at it they'd change their name change their identity move to Costa Rica and bet their life savings on this mm-hmm. stuff so just you know cut the shit let's have some fun um but I am going to be very careful with the NFL moving forward because I said this last week. I think Vegas has adjusted to a point now. They have the data. They have a half a season in the books. You're using less of last year's data, more of this year's. And I'm telling you, man, when I look at the point spreads, I don't know where these advantages are. I don't. And I, I, I've so got a, close. Mike, i got a couple of money line plays for you. And nice. maybe that's a sucker's punch bowl. But I actually have a couple of money lines I like this week that because I'm going to go light in the NFL – I I may just sprinkle a couple money lines and kick back and relax. I like the college card a lot better. Mm -hmm. Um, The fan mail thing was real quick, and we've gotten some of the reviews on it, and then we've had some callers. And obviously, if you're a veteran better, just don't – I won't bore you to death with this. But there are a lot of people who are learning and want to understand and learn. And we get people going, well, I don't understand. What do you mean when you say juice? It's vig, vigorous. It's it's the added money that it's going to cost you for the sports book or your bookie. Uh, to service your bet. So when you see um, Packers, Chargers, and let's say it's minus three. All right, you know what a spread is. But the minus 110 is the cost. You have to wager $110 to win 100. You have to wager 11 cents to win 10. That extra cent, that extra juice, is what the house keeps when you lose. But when you get paid out, you don't make the VIG back. You wager the juice to win the base. That's how the book gets a little extra candy, because invariably, you're going to tread near 50%, and every bet you're losing is 11 to 10, and every bet you're winning is 10. A tie is a win for them. Uh, Right, exactly. So, when we talk numbers and we talk about balancing money and how they want to get the money more even, that's why. Because they'll just make a straight profit. And that's just kind of, look, it's basic. Now, where you get in trouble is you will see sometimes minus 115, minus 120. People talk about buying points and you go, well, look, I don't want to give seven. I want to give six and a half. You're probably going from minus 110 to minus 125 or minus 130. Well, now you got about 130 to 100. Mm -hmm. Now you got 30 cents on the dollar essentially. So Yep. that's what juice is, that's what, buy, like, buying points, here's what I would tell you. Um, and, and and again, like, I, I don't want to hear it from the guys who are going uh, to, the, the, they're on the balcony of their uh, penthouse in Miami telling us what, what, what wonderful betters they are. You're bullshit artists. I know it, you know it, let's cut the shit. You're full of shit. You're bullshit artists. So just, you shouldn't even be listening to this pod if you're so sharp and so sweet. My point to you is, if you're going to do parlays, you need to be betting the games individually as is, and then you need to play the parlay with altered lines to your liking at a far lesser amount. So, for instance, if you're betting 100 bucks a game, take a round figure, and you have a four-game spread that you really like on a Saturday, you're going to bet each game, and then you will put one parlay in for $25 or $50. That's it. But in the parlay, you will go in and any self-respecting site application, uh, any self-respecting bookie in 2019, you'll be able to buy points. So I'll give you an example. Um, There's a game on this week's card where by the time of our taping here, uh, the romantic Mike and Sully breakfast, (laughs) um, where the spread has now gone outside of a key number of 14. I will put that game in a parlay, smaller, of course. And I will buy that number back to probably 13 and a half, and I'll end up paying minus 160 juice on it. Now, maybe you're way off on the game. Maybe the game, you could end up winning it in the parlay but losing it straight, or maybe you get candy at both ends of the popsicle. The point is, don't buy I I think it's very dangerous to buy points on a single game because if you have to buy the points, you probably shouldn't be playing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think your confidence has to be look, I like this game as is. I would prefer a better number, but I'm still comfortable here. Put it in the parlay to get your ideal number. I'm not going to advocate for people to start trying to buy a full point, a point and a half, two points. At that point, you need to be asking yourself, if I'm trying to buy two points, why am I on this team at all? You have to like the number, and you have to take what is there or pass. It's, okay. it's like a punt is a win. Mm-hmm. You don't have to play every game.
1: So, also I, with live betting, almost any time you get an option to to bet live yes. during a game, it's almost always at I least. Did that last night. At least minus one fifteen. I created. Is then, yours, yours? isn't minus one ten live, is it? Uh, There's
0: no, no way it would be. No, it varies. Yeah, um, but I did it last night, and I was having a little fun because it was a full NBA card. It was Game Seven of the World Series, and I like some I of the, M- the I like some of the NBA games, and I had. I was able to create. I like the late games best of all. So I I like the Hornets getting seven a lot. Like I don't think the Kings should be favored over anybody by seven. Uh, So I had the Hornets. Um, I loved the Suns getting five from Golden State. And then I really liked Utah because I thought it'd be a Kawhi load management game, and I was lucky enough I got that spread early at minus three. They ended up blowing them out. My point is I had Utah, I had Phoenix, and I had Charlotte, and I liked the over in the Phoenix-Golden State game. Now, naturally, as the night goes along, I'm um, um, money in the bank. I mean, Charlotte's blowing out um, the Kings. Utah's blowing out uh, Num Nuts, uh, the Clips, and from go. I mean, it was like 50 to 19. The Suns were blowing out Golden State.
1: Oh, and I came back a little, but right. Still. But what I was able
0: to do is live odds. The over under was 229 and a half. I thought that that the over was getting way inflated. I knew I was going to hit my parlay if they scored enough points. So now, what I started to do is, all right, let's grab some unders to hedge against it because Steph Curry broke his hand. And I go, well, it's going to be tough. So, all I did to ensure I was basically going to win what? 8 to 1 on the parlay. So, all I did is I took two units, bet under because it had got inflated. Curry got hurt. It was at 236 and a half.
1: And I believe it originally was at
0: 229 and a half. I think right. I started it. So I created a little middle for myself and I just did under 236 and a half. That way, if I get over 229, I hit the parlay. And if it smokes 235 and a half, I still recoup a little and I still make a profit. But I thought if they were going to get over, they were going to get over barely. Mm. And I never could catch that over under at 229 and a half Mm. to go under 229. If it popped live, I missed it. I mean, I'm an adult. This isn't that serious to me. I, I have to take a piss or let the dogs out. So if it got back down to 229, the ultimate hedge would have been just hit under 229 a couple times That way, if it doesn't make it home, you win. If it makes it over, you win. I did the next best thing. I still had confidence I was going to hit 229.5, but man, when it was 235, 236.5, I grabbed some under, and I ended up, I middled it. It went 231, I hit the parlay, and I hit both both pops on the top side. It's not ideal, but this isn't life-changing stuff here. But I had, you know, look. That can I had, get stressful with those with free throws and stuff late in the game. Y- you know what though? I I, I knew I, I had already bet every game in the parlay straight, Mike. So I'm already three and zero right there. Money, money, money. Okay. If I lose the total, no big deal. Now I've created a hedge. I basically guaranteed myself a minimum of five units of profit mm-hmm. instead of potentially, you know, yeah. let it ride. Right. Now I ended up doing even better because I hit the parlay and I hit the hit the little bit of a hedge. So, look, Mike, bottom line, it was a, it was a nice night, good way to start the weekend. Um, all right, let's get to it then. The picks. Saturday. Now, do you want me to start with my Salute to Service Fight for Your Freedom America fuck up yeah, Of course, or I've been no? looking
1: forward to that. Yeah. I
0: I'm telling you right now, I play these straight, but I'm also parlaying them because it sounds amazing to do a Salute to Service Fight for Your Freedom <laughs> parlay. You guys who listen to Cash the Ticket know, I know the service academies i love the service academies and i think there's real value there um it just so happens i love two games that involve service academies this weekend so let's start there is that all right yeah all right first one um oh thursday night i always promise the people will do the thursday night um don't have huge opinions here i would tell you if you're gun to my head you're going to play these games or i'm going to shoot you Uh, Baylor laying a big number. It's the problem I have with Baylor. It opened at 17, which was tasty. Uh, They're hosting West Virginia. Now it's out to 18 and a half. It may have popped to 19. I think Baylor puts a whooping on West Virginia, but I'm not comfortable with the number just growing as much as it is. And like I said, I can't bet on West Virginia. They're a terrible football team. I would, I would lean Baylor. The other game's the more interesting one. Appalachian State um, was an 18-point favorite to open. It's down to 15. You have a ton of money on App State and a ton of money, um, a ton of the tickets on App State, but the line has moved down three points. So Georgia Southern only has 43% of the money, mm. but the line has gone down three points. The over-under has gone down over three points. The weather forecast is supposed to be terrible. Temperatures dipping into the 30s, 25-mile-an-hour wind. Georgia Southern with that option power attack. Reverse line movement where you're going wait. If everyone's betting on Appalachian State, the number should be Georgia Southern 19 or 20. If you're going to do it, you gotta lean under. This weather is going to be brutal, but if you're leaning under, means you got to lean the dog. Yeah. So I'm not going to get in the business of betting Georgia Southern Appalachian State. I'll just tell <laughs> you, um, I would lean under and like Georgia it. Southern there. I like it. Um, so no people like the Thursday night sizzle, yeah. so I want to give it to them. Um, Friday night I want to kick it off, and you can talk me out of this one. Navy minus twenty seven. Wow. As they take on a absolutely dreadful UConn team. Now listen, I hate big favorites, but Navy, if you listen to this podcast, is a team we have tailed all year. Navy is a team, Mike, we have to go back and look in the record books. I know I've cashed on them at least four times. Mm-hmm. And I love Malcolm Perry, the quarterback. That Right now, they are top 15 in America in points per drive. They're top 15 in America in drives that start inside their own 20 points per drive. So when you argue that, hey, the option, there's going to be limited possessions, I'm going to argue to you, it doesn't matter. Because when Navy gets the ball, they score the ball. And when they get in the red zone, they score touchdowns. Navy is a machine. Um, I know the last couple weeks, the passing game has fallen off. They were averaging 135 yards a game. They've also had some tough competition. But Navy now goes and plays one of the 10 worst football teams in America. Um, It's a UConn team that, if you just look at the score last week, they played one of maybe the three worst teams in America, UMass. Um, UConn has, I think it's 43 freshmen or redshirt freshmen on this roster. They just don't have players. This is going to be an empty stadium on a Friday night. Navy is tactical. They are surgical I understand the letdown spot. I understand that people are going to say, "Look, how emotionally can you bring it every week?" And when you look, when you look at Navy and their schedule, and you look at kind of how it's laid out, I, I believe me, I, I get it. Um, but look, Navy big win over Air Force had a chance for a letdown the next week. They didn't. They blew Tulsa's doors out. They put thirty-four on Air Force. They put forty-five on Tulsa they put 35 um excuse me yeah they put 35 on South Florida and then last week huge win over Tulane they put 41 up on the Green Wave and held on 41 38 they had a big lead in the game my point is they're consistently going out they're playing good football they're going north of 40 Um, The only time they haven't done it, they played Memphis, more on the Tigers later. Memphis, a legitimate top 25 defense. And Memphis at home, they don't lose. They haven't lost a game since 2017. This is a spot traveling to UConn. I understand the letdown. I don't know that UConn scores 10 points. I don't know that UConn can hold Navy under 40. It's a big number. Don't go crazy, but I love my middies. I think UConn's trash. I'm laying the 27.
1: It's a lot of points. It's a lot of points. I'm going to pass. That's a page out of your book. Well, it is. And I'm going to pass on this one, but I was looking at the game and you got to participate in the Salute to Service I will, fight for I your will, freedom part. I will for the next one, for sure. But uh, Navy, they are 9-2 and two their last 11 games against the spread. They've, so they've covered a ton. Also, one other thing I was looking at with this one, uh, on Friday games... UConn one in five against the spread. Their last six Friday games, so they've yeah. been terrible for whatever reason no, on I, Friday night.
0: And you know, a Navy's defense is aggressive. They're disruptive. It's 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 a it's a step up from a normal service academy defense. Mm-hmm. All right, part two of the Salute to Service, Fight for Your Freedom, America Fuck Yeah Arleigh. Ready? <laughs> I love this game. Love it. Air Force minus fifteen hosting Army in Colorado Springs now obviously tripped to West Point earlier this year no disrespect to my Black Knights they're not good this year that's a it's a bad football team last week as 10-point favorites over San Jose State they got their ass kicked mm-hmm. they as a favorite against Western Kentucky got their ass kicked lost to Georgia Southern uh Georgia State rather lost the day I was there to Tulane got their ass kicked the best game they played was against Michigan uh, this is not a good edition of Army I, I've I've had questions about the quarterback uh, all year in Hopkins Um Air Force is the opposite. I mean, Air Force is r- incredibly impressive. Now, last week, you know, they they were in a game. A lot of people liked Utah State. A lot of people thought Utah State would be, a you know, a competitive ball game. I, bad news for you. Air Force gutted them. 31-7. They held the ball for damn near 50 minutes. It was insane. Week prior, Air Force short favorite. Go out to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Kind of nervous. Nah, just kidding baseball back to the head 56-26 over Hawaii. Um you know they've they 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 played their asses off against the Navy team you know I love went to Annapolis traded late scores. Bottom line in all of it, I like Air Force. This is a good football team and man when you look statistically speaking First of all, they've lost two in a row to Army, so you got a little pride factor there. But Army's defensive front seven, this is all you need to know in my opinion, they rank 100th in line yards and 97th in stuff rate. Mm. So you're talking about an option defense, a team that's going to go up against Air Force that simply put will not stop or get a negative yard play on Air Force. You're not going to beat them. Air Force has gone up against a lot better. I understand the Service Academy is going to be very respectful of each other. There won't be any running up or fake sure. you know, fake punts late in the game. Sure. This spread was at 14 and a half. It's now at 15. I don't love it. I am going to put this in the parlay and do what I said moments ago. I am going to buy this back to 14. Maybe 13 and a half. I want to see what the juice looks like. But I, I love Air Force At theater.
1: 14, you said?
0: Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to buy it down to 14. Now, you put it in your parlay calculator. Let, let me know what a, what a parlay is going to pay out. If I buy Air Force down to 13 and a half against Army. All right. Or if I even buy it to 14. I'm going to take Navy and Army and Air Force, and I'm going to parlay them up. I'm going to bet them straight, though, too. I'll lay the 15 15 in a straight bet. But if I can get a little juicy-loosey in the parlay and get the number I really want, I'll do that, too. Calculate out, kind of, can I get 2 to 1 on that, 1.7 to 1? You let me know. But I like Air Force. It's a play for me.
1: I like Air Force as well. And, by the way... Mike, I know you mentioned about your trip to Army. Yeah. Colorado Springs. um, I actually had a cousin that played for Air Force, and I would always watch my TV as a kid and my aunt and uncle told me how you they were just, cousins
0: with Bo Morgan
1: no uh, they just loved going out to Colorado Springs how beautiful it is out there to, to watch an Air Force game That'd be, I'd love to do that one day too but no I hey I'm going to put Air Force in this as well Army 0-5 against the spread their last five games they've been terrible they're a disaster been terrible covering
0: it they're a disaster there's really no other way to put it and it, it pains me to say it I love my Black Knights but uh, yeah no Air Force play calculate that parlay for me and let's move to the next game I want to let you get on the- Board here. I've taken enough time with the salute to service, uh, uh, fight for your freedom, America. Yeah, the parlay's
1: not letting me in this at the moment uh, buy it down. I'll mess around
0: with it. Go to your game, I'll take care of it. And I should have done it beforehand, but we're a little helter skelter this morning. I apologize to our audience. Go ahead, Mike.
1: Yeah, so let's, I want to look at the Kansas Kansas State game. Oh, what is that? The Sunflower Cup? And I love, yeah, I love, Jesus Christ. I love, uh, I love
0: rivalry games like this. There may or may not be somebody sitting in this room who had Kansas plus six and a half last week.
1: Oh, did you? <laughs> the old ball coach. Well, <laughs> and, and that's the thing, too. It's, Les has
0: got the Jayhawks balling on offense.
1: I think K-State is... It's kind of a natural letdown spot after that huge win against Oklahoma. And, if we, hey, Kansas, they've been playing a lot better offensively since they made that change. They made that midseason change of offensive coordinators. Brent Deerman is his name. And the offense has been a lot better since then. I actually like... To be honest, I like Kansas money line in this game, but I do like Kansas plus six. Do plus six. I'm just going to do plus six. Not going to get crazy. You can almost get plus two hundred on money line. Yeah, plus one eighty eight. Really I believe nice it's at right two now. Two
0: to one dip right there.
1: But I, I was surprised this one wasn't on yours too. I thought that you'd have a have an opinion on this one. Can't bet them all, huh? But I like uh, I like Kansas getting six points against Kansas State in this one. Offense has been a lot better. I think that they're going to find a way to keep this one close for sure. Um, and I'm just—I don't—I'm not buying into Kansas
0: State. All right. By the way, update on the Salute to Service fight for your freedom, America. Fuck yeah! Parlay, uh, Navy. Don't touch the number. Air Force down to thirteen and a half. You're paying minus one fifty. You're basically getting two point two to one on oh, okay. that parlay two, if two, you okay. want it. Cool. And, and again, it, play them straight up. But I'm just telling you. I, I just I love these two games. Watch, I'll go zero two now. Watch, mm. watch what happens. Um, all right, Mike, I don't I don't hate the Kansas pick. I looked yeah. at it, and I'll tell you this, dude. I know it sounds stupid, but Les Miles has brought an energy to that program. He has. He's got those kids playing so hard. This Puka Williams kid is legit. The quarterback name escapes me, but man, do they they attack you vertically. They're able to pop. They've got some real athletes out wide. Look. Kansas is getting hot. It's Kansas. They're probably going to end up 4-8, and 5-7 and seven tops. But, man, Les Miles deserves a goddamn raise. Yep. Because remember what Kansas is. I mean, they just got their first Big 12 win. They should have beat Texas two weeks ago. I have no problem with it. And Kansas State off a big emotional it's W. It's a letdown
1: spot. It beating
0: is. Oklahoma. I love the angles. And I'll probably add it privately. But i got to be careful with what I'm giving the people. I don't want to go crazy.
1: No, fair enough. All right. Let me give you a
0: game I thought I I think you will have on yours. Okay. Let's see if we have an agreement. And the line is flying here. Maryland getting 21 and a half hosting Michigan. Now, I played Michigan last week. We got a nice easy win. This has letdown written all over it. Now, first of all, Michigan doesn't blow teams out on the road. They just don't. Two back-to-back Season-defining, prime-time games into noon in College Park. That's a problem. Now, Maryland, Mike Loxley, the backstory, him versus Josh Gaddis. They traded barbs in the media, worked together. Now they don't. I tried to hire you, but then you spurned me. But I was the brains in the operation. You hurt my feelings. Here's the deal. I think Michigan shows up. I think they run the ball a hell of a lot. I think it's a lower-scoring game than people imagine, and I think that they they go on a business trip, and they win by 14 or 17 or maybe yeah. even 21. They're bad covering on the road. Bottom line, 21-and-a-half, Loxley's motivated. They they do have the athletes to take advantage of Don Brown's defense in the passing game. Um, Maryland's a bad football team, but this is a, a good spot for them. I think the line is now crossed 21 to a point where I got to look at it. Um, I'll, I'll take Maryland plus 21 and a half.
1: Uh, screw it, I'll go opposite on it. I think Michigan open, oh o- opens up my. a can. I, I think it's a lot of some of these Michigan numbers. I get a two and eight. Their last ten on the road against the spread. Uh, the crazy one, zero oh and nine. Their last nine road games against a team with a losing home record. But I don't know. I just get the feeling that Michigan's just going to absolutely open it up. I think they're the over under in this game. Every trend points towards the over, but I don't. I don't think. Fifty-six is going to go over. I, I think they're going to be under that, if anything. But you're basically um, telling me Maryland doesn't score fourteen points. Yeah, I think Michigan's defense will actually lock it down this week, and and I think they're kind of hitting their stride with that. I'm just going to blindly trust Michigan in this spot to uh, respond, er, to to put together another good performance, and you absolutely me, blow them
0: out. If you could tell me they were excited to play and and tell me that they're going to be able to get it up a third week in a row, I'd, I'd believe you. I just think it flies in the face of everything I know about college football. But all right, let's go we'll go against each other we will a... see um, let's run down a couple of the games I don't know if they're plays or not but they're interesting I think Nebraska's headed into a little bit of a trap with Purdue I'm waiting to see if Rondell Moore is back I know Adrian Martinez will be for Nebraska but Purdue is a short home dog I think that's interesting I'm not going to add it yet I want to see about Rondell Moore Sully anything there? No I
1: just don't trust Nebraska Nebraska blocks Hasn't this would be this would be the first time in six games if they cover this spread uh, anything for you with uh, VT D or Miami FSU. No, but there's another team in Florida I'm going to talk to you about. Hit me. A high, uh, very high-ranked game, uh, Florida-Georgia. Cocktail party. Cocktail party. All now, right, look, I, I want to just point this out before we get into this game. I know people look at this in, in number eight Georgia versus number six Florida. Just please remember the spread, not the ranking, it determines an upset, okay? So it's kind of one of those rare situations where you have a rare higher ranked team dog uh, in this this world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I think that the Florida Look, I think Florida's the best one-loss team in the country. I think that Florida's getting six and a half points. I like them in this spot. I, Everybody I'm not gonna, likes
0: them. That's what's scary.
1: You're giving me Florida plus six and a half. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I just think that it's it's one of those spots where. Florida finds a way to keep this game close. Certainly, I can't see a blowout. Maybe I'm walking into it. I can't see a Georgia blowout, where they just, you know, have no issue at all covering the spread. Give me Florida with the six and a half. Well, Florida's getting both their DNs
0: back. Yeah, they're healthy, including Zuniga. Um, Georgia, my questions are: their wide receivers are really, really lacking this year. They can't stretch the field vertically. You know, Florida has been really impressive. I have to admit it, even though you know, look, I had them. Uh, against Auburn, and and, and we took care of business. I went against them with LSU, and we took care of business. Um, They beat me up against South Carolina. But the point is, look, Florida offensively is better than you realize. Trask has done a really, really nice job. Um, Any efficiency metric shows you he's done a nice job. I just question for Georgia, if you can't go over the top ever, are we really going to get a meat grinder game here? And just pound the rock at Florida. Is that really the way mm. you're going to make your money? Is that really how you cover a touchdown spread? Uh, this is this was the last game that missed the cut for me. Okay. F- as a play. Oh, okay. And I'll t- no, no, no. And listen, you're on the right. I, I would. I'm not taking Georgia. SEC is up. It's hey. It's up for grabs. But I'm scared because I'll tell you this. I think I might be sleeping on Georgia too much. There might be some confirmation bias here. Uh, in my own head, where now Notre Dame blows and the Georgia win over them doesn't look that great and they had the bad loss to South Carolina. And then you look at Florida and you go, okay, we see what they are in big spots and they are game. They are up for it. And you're giving me six and a half. It looks too easy. This opened up as a three and a half point spread. It is ballooned out to Georgia minus six and a half, even though Georgia's only got 53% of the money. Something's up there. Uh, I'm going to sit it out. I don't hate your pick. Uh, I could build the case for Florida all day. I just kind of wonder. I wonder if it's a bait and switch where that number, they're just like, hey, man, Florida's a better team, and I'm getting six and a half, and that's when the old two-by-four gets taken to the back of your head. Right. But, I, hey, Mike, not making fun of it by any way, shape, or form. I'm going to sit that one out. Um, I'll give you a play I love. Love, 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 love. But remember, I'm going to bet all the games the same, so I'm not going to go crazy. Mm-hmm. I think my pretty little ponies are walking into a trap this week. Now, SMU's another team we've Sorry, talked you're a lot about. you're going Murray State. No, no, no. No, my pretty ponies, SMU. Listen, we've made some money on SMU. We've done a nice job. I think they are going to Memphis to get butchered. Ooh. Now, listen. Memphis is so good at home. They haven't lost since 2017 at home. And Memphis, they are playing on a string defensively. They got it together, man. They got a top 25 D. Um, and SMU is going in without their best playmaker, uh, Reggie Roberson Jr. Uh, not going to be available out wide, everything I've read. And I think, yeah, hey, they're the undefeated team, and they're the higher-ranked team, and they're going in a big dog. There's a reason. I think, I think Memphis, this is going to be where the dream dies for SMU. And my God, do they have the best alternate jerseys in the country. Those throwbacks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my Lord. The little Dallas script with the uh, the disco D <laughs> on the side. But to me, uh, Memphis has got it put together. And this is a great spot at home, prime time. You got the undefeated team coming in. I think, my, I think Mike Norvell does a great job with that program at Memphis. I'm taking Memphis and obviously I I wish we taped on Tuesdays I could have got minus three I'm still going to lay the six I think Memphis is going to beat the brakes off SMU I I will play Memphis
1: I love that one hey I got so many games maybe I shouldn't bet it but I do I'm tempted to join you on it Uh, it's we mentioned how good Memphis is at home just straight up but even against the spread I mean 13 and 3 their last 16 home games against the spread they've done nothing but cover at home so I totally understand that one in or out, buddy? Uh, out. All right, out G- just because I got a lot of college games. Give me your. Well, next play. I got one play. more, I guess. Give me your next play. Yeah, so uh, I got to give you an over under. I know people love my uh, my over under picks. Pittsburgh and Georgia Tech. Oh. This will be a game. Are you gonna be watching this game? This can, it can be on the on the on the TV. Oh God. <laughs> Well, Yellow Jackets, by the way, one in nine against the spread the last 10 games. But anyway, uh, I'm just going to look at the over-under in it. I I think that 43 points is three to four points too low in this one. I don't expect it to just be some defensive, you know, these teams are not going to be able to score. It's just going to be field goals, field goals, field goals. I think it's going to go over. 43 seems extremely low to me. So my big over-under play is going to be that Pittsburgh-Georgia Tech over- 43-and-a-half. I have Some got— look at that, too.
0: I have got—this um, th- is where you feel like, man, you're teasing me. You're arousing me. You show me—and this is a team we have had great success with this year, betting for and against. So you knew when this line hit the board. You knew I was going to be all over this. You're giving me an unranked, hosting a ranked, as a juicy home dog— you're giving me my USC Trojans plus four and a half at home against Oregon. I will tell you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you right Love, now. I've loved Oregon and spots I think year. USC's winning this game outright. Oregon, Oregon is coming in beat up and battered. They should have lost the last two weeks, both against Washington and Wazoo. They are fortunate, miraculous escapes. And that defense is not right, and it's not healthy. And now they're going to go take on a USC team with maybe the best wide receiving core on the left coast. I'll take all the Michael Pittman you can give me. I think USC is going to beat Oregon. Now, hey, I'm going to take the points for the sake of the play, but I'm not going to sit here and act like I won't have something on the money line there, too. Yeah. I think this is a terrible spot for Oregon.
1: I just don't know what to do with USC. I just mean, ride the wave. But the what they, what do they do? Express. What do they do at the end of the season? All it, oh, we've heard is Clay Helton's going to be fired before the we'll season. We'll worry now about it then. Now it's maybe Urban Meyer, but if, if Clay Helton has a good year, does he keep his job? I'm fascinated to see what happens at the end of the year with this The
0: Slovis team. Speed Racer. Yeah. Listen, this is about the spot Oregon is in. It's been a brutal stretch and that secondary is awful and their defense is beat up. I think USC beats them. Now, I'll take the four and a half all day. I know, you know, right yeah. now it's 50-50 split on the bets and that's fine. Uh, I I think this is a spot play. I know USC. I've I've tailed them. I've gone against them. I I make money on them. I think we're back on the good side of Clay Helton this week. USC plus four and a half.
1: I'm in, and I'm riding a white horse with a chest plate to the bank Man, on and I Sunday. I get it. US, this, the USC's been great at home this year. I mean, mm. four, four and one uh, in their five home games this year. They've been fantastic. I get it, but not confident enough to join you on this just because I'm so uncertain about USC. USC.
0: Oh, don't mind me over here. And Oregon, just, hey, just, just counting my one, money. One
1: thing Oregon has been good at, though, they've been they have been good covering on the road. I'll
0: tell you right so, now, I think USC is going to expose that secondary. Yeah, maybe, and, I, and I just I, might be. Right. And I hate Mario Cristobal.
1: All right, so let's get uh,
0: any other college plays you want to know No, I got my five. I'm going to stick with that. I got my five. You want? I don't a- like to do seven. I've done that before. I'll give you one sneaky one, and it might be a personal play, but I'm not going to add it on the show. I don't. I'm not confident yet. What about Illinois laying 20 to Rutgers? Oh, you know, I, I've, I'm king of Illinois bets. You got to figure Rutgers is touching themselves after that W against Liberty. Illinois's got it rolling. They've won a couple in a row now. Big upset, no letdown last week, Poundtown Express. The number's big. They're begging you to take Rutgers. You mean to tell me Rutgers can go on the road now and all of a sudden they're going to play an Illinois team that is. They're feeling themselves. I mean, call it what it is, man. Illinois probably believes, hey, we got this thing right now. We oh, got yeah. this thing. Rolling. I mean, can we make a bowl game? You know, I, look, I think this is one where you get a bounce back the wrong way, and Rutgers is going to realize they're not playing Liberty real quick. I mean, look, if you, if you go back, Illinois played really well against um, Michigan, played really well against Nebraska, um, obviously beat Wisconsin, obviously bombed Purdue. Hey, man, they're coming home, and, and probably, I'll be honest, it may end up a play for me. They're at four and four. They get this win over Rutgers. They're five and four with my deadbeat Spartans. Then Iowa. Then Northwestern. They could they, if they want to go bowling for sure. Got to win this game. Yep. Illinois. I tell you, Illinois minus twenty, Mike.
1: Just a little too many for me. Just a little. Mm. And and I meant. Hey, I mentioned. This at, it. <laughs> at it. I'm at it. Add it. I'm adding it. I've just talked myself into it. 20, Illinois. And you never lay 20... Man, I'm looking at you this week. You got a minus 27, I a know. minus 14, and a minus 20. And a minus 5. Listen, the board
0: is speaking to yeah. me a different way this week. Well, Look, how hot have I been in college football? Good, you've been great. Red hot. It's going to stop. Maybe this is the week it stops. Oh, don't jinx it. Come on. Maybe I'm not looking at it right. Maybe I'm getting too cocky, too comfortable. I think Illinois blows the doors off rutgers
1: at it it's the same as usc2 four and one at home against the spread this year big powers at it again
0: leaving people in the dark how many of you are messing around with flashlights and candles like idiots during power outages stop it don't do it anymore go solar power home solar makes it easy to switch to solar by hooking you up with battery storage with your installation so there's no more searching for a flashlight When big power leaves you in the dark. And make no mistake, big power company, they don't give a damn about you. It'll leave you in the dark for four days. You think they care? Number one residential solar provider is Power Home Solar. 30-year warranty on the American-made panels that they install. You will own your power, not just rent it from the power company. So get it done. They've installed panels at Ford Field and Allen Park. They're the official sponsor of the Lions. If solar's right for you, you think it might be right for you, go to powerhome.com. That's PowerHome.com, or give them a call today, 1-800-SOLAR-15. That's 1-800-SOLAR-15. Schedule your free solar consultation today. Don't rent your power. Own it with help from Power Home Solar. All right, let's go to the Sunday slate. Now, I'm going to do it differently this week.
1: By the way, real quick, real quick. I'm just upset that I can't make money on Ohio State this week because they're off. Because we've been killing
0: Ohio State. Mike, I give you credit with it. You've ridden them all year. You've done a hell of a nice job. I, I, did, I did a bad job early in the year. I went against them a couple times, and now I'm, I'm gun-shy to go with them. Yep. Um, go to the NFL slate. I'm being open about it. Don't like it. I think there's a lot of shit games. I think there's a lot of numbers that I, I just I can't even get involved with. Um, the Thursday night, people demand it. If you're betting Frisco in Arizona, good luck. God bless. Opened up at 7. It's out to 10. Planet Earth is on the Niners. Uh, The Niners are flying high. They look like a freight train. Uh, The running game is unbelievable. And they're playing an Arizona team with Kyler Murray, rookie QB. You know, mediocre at best. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's just, it's a full steamer here. The number left 7, left the train. Train goes down the track. It's out to 10. Mm -hmm. I mean, hell, is this thing going to go to 10.5 at that point? It's like the Michigan and Maryland game. The difference is... There's no motivational problem here. This is a divisional game for San Francisco. This is a, this is a, a, a these are pros. These are grown ass men. I mean, Michigan just had the two biggest games of their season, and now they're gonna, you know, yawn and go play Maryland. It's different. I don't know if I can trust Arizona getting ten here, and I don't know if I can trust Frisco, Frisco laying them. So I'm staying away from it.
1: The only thing I like is the over in that one. I think the both offenses have been pretty good. They're What's hitting their total? stride. Forty three. Mm. I like the over. I, I don't. I don't expect this to be some twenty-one boy, oh boy. to uh, twenty-one to fourteen game. Mike, Give me over listen, forty-three. All I'll tell you is this: short week. San Francisco probably
0: only partial game plan on this game. I think you line up and run it, and run it, and run it, and run it. Arizona doesn't stop it very well. Time-consuming drives. The way Frisco's defense is playing, I don't know that Arizona gets 17 points, 14 points. Hmm. Hey, you want it, you got it. I'm I'm not touching this with a 10-foot pole. There's a couple of games I'll gloss right over I have absolutely no interest in. I do not care. I don't think there's value. Uh, It looks like an absolute trap. Houston opened up as a three-point favorite. They're traveling to Jacksonville laying one and a half. (sighs) Jacksonville. What the
1: hell? Some of these spreads just don't Mike, make sense.
0: It to me and I got myself in trouble with this um, look to me, Jacksonville would be the play based on the number but this this is what I'm not doing anymore. I can't trick myself into playing this stuff. Now I look, last week I did. I ended up betting Philly. It worked out. But I, I've had a couple of these spot plays where I'm basing it not on football knowledge but basing it on the number and I've tricked myself into some dick smashings, and that's just not good. No, I'm not doing that this week. So I I, I think it's Jacksonville or pass, and I just can't. I'm still scarred over taking Jacksonville as a one-and-a-half point f- uh, dog at home, or favorite at home, over to Saints, and they were dead as a doorknob.
1: No, it, Hey, it, I, I, it's, it's pass for me, and there's a couple games like— I just don't know what to do with. Minnesota, Kansas City. Do it. You're assuming Mahomes plays. I don't know I don't know why the hell that spread is where it's at. It's, it's one of those where I just pass on it because it just doesn't really make sense. I'm not going to talk myself into one if of those. If
0: Mahomes plays, I'll sink my teeth into it. If Mahomes doesn't play, I'll lay the number. Yep. Or I'll take the number because Minnesota, to me, can line up and smash. Uh, but I need to see about Mahomes. Colts, Pittsburgh. Great example. My gritty, gutty, resilient you pieces of shit! You didn't cover against Denver Colts. Every single Colts game is a one or two point spread. I feel. Well, bottom line, this one doesn't look right because Pittsburgh. I watched that game. If they were playing anyone but the Dolphins, they probably lose. And now Pittsburgh, all of a sudden, is a one point dog at yeah. home to Indianapolis. That's danger. Will Robinson, danger. I can't bet on Mason Rudolph. A little bit of faith has has been taken away from me with my Colts after that dog shit performance against Denver. I'm sta- Mike. I have three. I have. Three plays and then a ha-ha, I'm
1: thinking of doing it, maybe I'll do it. I can just go to my plays if you want. Yeah, no, I have three including that over-under, so please. Lead off then, go. Yeah, I wanted to get your opinion on the uh, Packers game, because it's another kind of weird line, Packers-Chargers. Yep. Um, It looks so easy that you can't resist it, but you know if you bet it, you're going to get dick smashed. And And I'm betting it, Packers minus three. Um, I, I think that they've been playing so well look at the Chargers just fired their offensive coordinator on Monday I'm not convinced that they're gonna they're gonna go out and 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 beat the Packers. It's only three points. It's Halloween. Maybe, maybe I'm walking into it. Yeah, but it's spooky. It's but, scary. Well, and what's also scary is that stadium that uh, LA plays It'll be a at. Home game for the Packers. It's gonna be. There are gonna be so right. many cheeseheads at that stadium. All Give right. me the Packers. I think they win. I think Here's the Packers win you. by ten.
0: Here's all I'll tell you, there, Tito Bandito. You ready for this? This is why I'm not doing it. This is the ghouls and goblins special. Eighty-eight percent of the tickets and ninety-four percent of the money are on Green Bay. And the spread went from minus four to minus three and a half. Get the fuck out! That's here. why I want to lock in because I think it's going to go back up. Nah, nah, I can't. Mike, I'm seeing ghosts. I'm Sam Darnold. No fucking way. I'm not backing the Anthony Lynn Chargers. And I, I do the pack should win this game going away. That number went down when everybody and their mothers betting the pack. No, no, th- no yeah, thank you. I
1: hear you. I think they win by ten. All
0: They've right. thirty-one twenty-one. I'll give game. you a play. Raiders, minus two, hosting the Lions. Raiders' first home game in six weeks. Lions are a highly flawed team. They do not (laughs) rush the passer well. They give up a ton of yards through the air. They don't do a great job winning first down. Derek Carr will be uh, comfortable back there. John Gruden has done a really nice job getting this team's buy-in, getting this team to execute offensively. I thought they were... Good against the Pack. They had the critical error by Derek Carr, the fumble into the end zone. Instead of it being 17-14, it turns into 21-10. And then they double-dipped where the Pack got the ball out of half, 28-10. Last week, they played the Texans, played their asses off, played them hard. No shame in that deal. I just think this is Oakland going home. I think the Coliseum will be rocking. And I don't think the Lions are a very good football team. There's no way around it. I don't believe in them. They don't run the ball. They don't stop the run. They don't get off the field. They don't rush the passer. That is not a winning recipe to go and beat teams that have a pulse. And while I don't think the Raiders are good, they have a pulse. They play hard. My biggest concern, Matthew Stafford, no pass rush. Man, he's good. I think you're looking at a shootout, but I'm gonna take the home team, lay the two. It's a spot play for me. I think the Raiders get right, get 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 going here. First home game in six weeks. I'm taking Oakland.
1: All right. Well, it's I was trying to talk myself into the Lions with this one, and and I can't. I, I can't trust the Lions Let in this. The lines speak to you. But Michael. I also I also can't just I, I also can't confidently right now bet the Raiders. I get the home team. Oh, game. you can. The one weird stat that I was looking at, Derek Carr is so good from a completion percentage oh, standpoint. Yeah. I, I don't know That's why, because right. I don't even think Derek Carr is that good, but he's been efficient. Uh, still, Let's I could totally Darren see the Waller stock. I could totally see the Lions winning this, winning okay. this in a, in a close game, and totally uh, just keeping hope with everyone that they could uh, possibly so make the right playoffs. Now, Ra- I totally could see that
0: Raiders gonna win. I just believe it. I believe it The numbers back it I love the spread I love the fact It came out this way I go okay Nobody believes in the Lions Tell you that much Wouldn't that kind of End the Lions too Thank God All right, game number two For me This is a money line play You do what you want with it I'll take the points as well But I am betting at money line You can laugh You can mock me You can say you're a fucking idiot How dare you go against the goat I'm taking a Ravens money line
1: Oh Never bet against the Patriots Come on
0: Here's my my thought process And this is either Going to win me some money Or cost me a lot of money I see cracks in the Patriot Foundation. Watching that Brown game last week, the Browns were the right side of that game. They turned it over three times on three three possessions in a row, like three plays in a row early. Um, They were pounding the rock, you had a bad chub fumble after a 60-yard run. You had Freddie Kitchens turn into an idiot. The O-line, they were passing too much. Bottom line is I'm seeing cracks in the Patriot facade here defensively. Uh, Stopping the run is a major challenge for them. They haven't played real quarterbacks and when you look at the Ravens, I know what Belichick's going to try to do. He's going to keep Lamar in the pocket. I don't think that's going to be done as easily as he thinks. And the Ravens are going to line up and bang. And I don't know that the Patriots are up to that task. And I believe that a loss is coming for the Patriots very soon. And what I want to do is cash in when they lose. You don't have to like this. You, you, don't, you don't have to think it's mired in a lot of common sense. You do what you want. I'm just telling you. They're not going undefeated. I don't like what I see. Yeah, they look hot against the Jets or the Deadbeat Giants or the Redskins or the Jets again or the Bills or the Dolphins. You're getting a number here. They're playing nobody. Mm-hmm. The next couple weeks, my goal is to cash in because I do believe they are going to lose a couple times the next few weeks, and I'm going to take Patriot opponents. They play the Ravens on a road. They play the Eagles on the road. They play the Cowboys. They play the Texans. They play the Chiefs. You got five games in here, and they're going to lose a couple of these games outright. And you know these lines are going to be inflated. I love the Ravens at plus six. That line disappeared. It's plus three and a half right now. I I, want to give an up-to-date money line. I'm going to play it with the points, but I am also going to sprinkle a money liner in there, Mike. I have to do it. I won't respect myself in the morning if I don't. I am gonna take, yeah. I'm getting plus one sixty currently. Okay. So I'm I'm going Ravens points. Ravens money line
1: away. We it's go. bold. I like it. I like the opinion on it. Fortune In favors the bold. Hey, the the it's there's the Patriots. I get it. The, and the, the bold often pay their bookie. Well, and I get it. The the Patriots defense has been great, but have they really, uh, Haven't you know, shit. faced? Have they really faced some real offenses? No. And I understand that. Uh, but I, honestly, I could say the same thing for the Ravens. I know they're five and two. Their schedule hasn't exactly been uh, been against the best teams in the league. You though. know, what the problem is Belichick does not lose the first or second year QBs. Yeah, and from a situational spot, though, I think that this is actually a situation where. Ravens off a bye week Mm. could be a little flat. No! No, I don't think... I think it's usually the opposite. You might be energized, but for, for this game, I think we could see the Ravens come out a little flat against New England in this one. So, uh... You know what? I've never been against the Patriots. I'll lay the three. What was it? Three. Three and a half. I'll lay the three and a half and close my eyes and and figure, hey, between the Packers three and a half and Patriots three and a half, I got at least win one of these.
0: Oh, oh, that's usually you know? how that works. Let me give you the shittiest game you may ever lay eyes on, but I think this could be a momentous occasion. Is this the week the Miami Dolphins win? <laughs> <laughs> Jets are a. Dumpster. What fire. a game that is, Chief. I mean, the Jets, you got Jamal Adams Who's in watching the media. This? You tried to trade me. You hurt my feelings. Le'Veon Bell rumors. You got an offensive line that is putrid. Miami opened up as a six and a half point dog. They're getting three and a half points right now. I'm not going to lie to you. That is one where I may close my eyes. Yeah, let's do it. And I'll join you. I'm going Dolphins' money line. I think they're getting a dub. I think the Jets are a trash fire. I think Ace is going to be a one and done coach. I think Joe Douglas is going to get him out. Um,
1: I, Mike, this I'll join to me, you on that. I think this I could is see the that. spot
0: for the turquoise. They the have teal. To.
1: Well, and we said it with the Patriots. The Patriots have to. They're going to lose one game at least. I think the same with Miami. I don't think Miami's going to go 0 16, as popular of opinion that is. I don't. I'll join you. Well, right. well, let's see. Let's G- see if Dolphins can actually get it together. What a terrible game. Give me your last play of the week. Yeah, this is. Um, and this is one I've been going back and forth with, Browns and Broncos. Oh God! I don't like the Browns at all. I think I could, especially the stuff after Baker Mayfield yesterday. I could see things kind of.
0: Vegas three and a half point favorites, and they got Kyle Allen starting the other side of the
1: ball. Or I, whatever the hell his name is, I could see things just kind of crumbling with the Browns, and, and and just turning into a train wreck with all these egos. I I don't know. I almost wanted you wanted to get your opinion to see if you could talk me into this one because. I just am not high in the Browns at all. In the Broncos, I think it really is that last ditch, that last desperation type type game before guys just completely give up on the year if they haven't already. Um, Here's what I would. I would tell you. lean
0: towards the Broncos. I got a problem that Denver at home. You know, Denver backup QB. It is mile high. The Browns show no resiliency. They don't show toughness. They do not have any discipline. They take terrible penalties. The coaching staff (laughs) makes terrible decisions. I'm sure as hell not backing them as a road favorite. No. Um, I don't care. That they could have Stevie Wonder at quarterback for Denver. I I, I I don't want any part of it because I'm backing a bad team in Denver with a backup QB, or I'm backing a bad team in Cleveland who does not play crisp, sound assignment football. I, I Mike, this is a stay away for me because I just don't find an advantage. I know. I think both teams are a pile of shit.
1: I could just totally see things spiraling for the Browns. I'm just gonna pa- I'm just gonna pass though. I'm I'll, confident with the picks on the board. That was the last one I wanted to bring up though. I'll give you my last play, and it might be nuts.
0: But I think I figured something out here with Seattle, and a lot of people, a lot of average bettors just go Seattle at home, automatic, check the box, cash the ticket. Listen, I think the Buccaneers get nearly a touchdown here. I've got six and a half on the screen. Mike, the Buccaneers' offense is good. Now, last week, they got screwed. I mean, they got royally boned. They should have beat the Titans. They would have crossed 30. They had a touchdown taken off the board after they disrupted a fake field goal um, and returned it for a TD. Jameis obviously went full-blown Jameis later in the game, but Mike, Mike Evans has been ignited. Uh, Chris Godwin has become a top-ten yeah. wide receiver. Seattle secondary stinks. Matt Schaub threw for 460 yards last week. Yes. Let me repeat that. Matt Schaub threw for 460 yards last week with the Atlanta Falcons. Now look, Tampa Bay's defense, they take the runaway. Their front is legit. They will take the run away. They will make this harder on Russell Wilson. Yep. Now, I'm not picking against Seattle to win. I think Tampa Bay is a sneaky play this week. And I'm going to ride with Captain Kangol. And I can't believe this. And, and you, I want you to ban me from ever doing this again if this happens. I am going to back Jameis Winston. <laughs> I'm going to attempt to eat a W. I'm yeah. going to take the Bucks getting six and a half. In the same week, I am going to be betting against Belichick, with the Dolphins and with the Bucks, this is this has disaster written all over it. But fuck it, I bet Rutgers last week and it worked. See, Let's party! I'm taking Tampa Bay in the six and eight. But
1: Mike, I'm disappointed in you because I don't think that you mentioned the number one key to bet in the Bucks in this game. What is it? You know who Seattle has next week on the road? What first come? Yeah, it's the nine. It's the Niners game. You're doing a look ahead angle it, in the it, NFL. Huh? It, it's it's a it, you could totally see this next up, uh, looking past, kind of focusing on a week ahead. I me, could kind of see a sloppier performance from Seattle. Let me tell you something too, and I don't advocate
0: this, but I'm just kind of this is interesting. What do you think of a teaser? Think of this, a teaser, Baltimore getting ten, Oakland. Wow. Well, Oakland getting four or five, depending on how, how how much you tease it. Tampa Bay getting twelve or thirteen. Oh, that's crazy. And then our our gritty, gutty Dolphins getting nine or ten. Oh, I like that. Famous, last, I like that. Teaser. Famous last
1: words. I like that. Famous last words. How
0: does that lose? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, right. There's no way, that's the classic blackjack. There's no possible way I can lose five hands in a
0: row. Hey, I'll, t- I'll tell you another thing. Don't sleep on the G men on Monday Night Football. If, if, Vegas, game, wa- yeah. if Vegas wants to keep Cowboys. handing out touchdowns, you know, like look, Giants covered against Lions. Danny Dimes had four touchdowns. He, he, look, I don't love it. I'm just saying, if you're going to bet the Monday Night game, you got to take the dog there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you cannot do road favorites laying a touchdown. That's come on. This is the Giants Super Bowl. We hate we hate the Cowboys. MetLife will be rocking. Just keep an eye on that. Not an official play, but I tell you, that's another teaser. G men getting 13 or 14. I I don't like getting going down that road if I'm ever gonna string games multiply I want to get paid for the opinion yeah teasers are a death trap but I don't know it just struck me get ready put your silk pajamas on it's time for David's sexy stat time
2: let's get into another week of sexy time with the hatchet man let's start in the college ranks you have number eight Georgia at number six Florida Georgia is favored by six and a half points in this game. The Bulldogs are 10-2 in the month of November under Kirby Smart, with a loss to just Georgia Tech in 16 and at Auburn in 17. When you look at the 17 and 18 regular seasons, after dropping the first game of the regular season, Georgia is 7-0. In each of the last three weeks in college football, at least one team favorite by greater than 17 points six total in this span lost outright could this happen again keep an eye on these games west virginia at baylor baylor favored by 18 and a half points navy at Yukon. navy favored by 27 and a half points michigan at maryland michigan favored by 21 points houston at ucf ucf favored by 21 and a half points West Virginia at Notre Dame. Notre Dame is favored by 17 and a half points. And Rutgers at Illinois. Illinois favored by 20 and a half points. The last time the Illini were this big of a favorite in a Big Ten game was 2010, when the Illini lost outright as a 21-point favorite at home to 1-9 Minnesota. Let's move over to the NFL. 49ers at the Cardinals on Thursday night football 49ers are favored by 10 points in Kingsbury's offense they rank 10th in passing attempts at 36.6 per game while the Cardinals run the ball less than all but 11 teams they are 14th in rushing yards per game rushing yards will be tough to come by by the Cardinals on Thursday as running back Chase Edmonds with a hamstring won't play on Thursday and David Johnson with an ankle is still up in the air. Kingsbury said that Kenyon Drake, who they traded for on Monday, will play in some capacity, but expects a running back by committee approach. Slide over to Minnesota at Kansas City. Minnesota favored by two and a half points. Kirk Cousins has totaled an NFL best passer rating of 137.1 in the past four games. All games the Vikings have won by at least 10 points. He has completed 78.5% of his passes for 1,262 yards, 10 touchdowns in this stretch. Delvon Cook leads the NFL with 823 rushing yards and 1,116 yards from scrimmage. Minnesota's offense ranks third in rushing yards per game, 160.1. They should have a field day in this game as the Chiefs rank 30th in rushing yards allowed per game, 145. Patriots at the Ravens Sunday night football. A win over the Ravens will give the Patriots their ninth win of the season and their 19th straight winning season, extending their mark for their most consecutive winning seasons since the 1970 merger and the second longest streak all time to the 20 consecutive winning seasons by the Dallas Cowboys from 66 to 85 the Ravens lead the league in rushing yards and rushing yards per attempt they also rank second in overall yards thanks in big part to QB Lamar Jackson Jackson is among the league leaders in rushing not just rushing for quarterbacks but rushing he is 10th in the NFL with 576 yards His teammate, Mark Ingram, is 13th in the NFL with 470 yards this season. Jackson has three games where he has rushed for 100-plus yards. In his career, Bill Belichick has never allowed a quarterback to rush for 95 or more yards in a game. Keep an eye on that one. This has been another edition of Sexy Time with The Hatchet Man.
0: Subscribe, rate, review. Appreciate the support on it, guys. Can we get the reviews to cross a 1,000, please? That's a benchmark for podcasts. And the five stars, we love it. Tremendous. So download it. ApplePod, radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you next week.
1: Okay, picture this.